Welcome to the New Beginnings Church Podcast, home to the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Tom Burke. New Beginnings Church is located in Henderson County, North Carolina. To learn more about us, visit our website at www.newbeginningsofhendersonville.org, follow us on Instagram at NBCHville, and like our Facebook page, New Beginnings World Outreach Center. Good afternoon and welcome to New Beginnings uh, World Outreach Center here in Hendersonville, North Carolina. Uh, my name is Pastor Tom Burke and I'd just like to welcome you. I want to say thank you uh, to all those that uh, regularly uh, listen and watch uh, here on the internet. It's been such a blessing. Uh, it's been such a blessing to uh, see the different people from many different states. I'm talking many different states. Uh, Tennessee, Arizona, I'm talking Florida, I'm talking all around. There's multiple other states uh, that people are watching. And I just think that is so amazing uh, to see that. And, and, and many people that even weren't uh, attending New Beginnings. Uh, when we were, quote, open. And so I just want to say to every one of you uh, that uh, listen, watch, that share this broadcast, thank you. Thank you so much. We're, we, we just come to you week after week, whether it be Thursday or Sundays. Sometimes we share a verse during the week. Uh, uh, we're, we're just here to try to be a blessing to someone, to encourage, to edify, to exhort, to help people get answers, uh, uh, to help us to learn and to grow spiritually. And so from Jill and I to you, even though we can't reach out and give you a hug right now, I know we will soon. I'm still believing it. It could be there by the 1st of June that... Uh, we could get the okay to begin to uh, uh, meet again. Uh, I have people constantly, week by week, uh, just looking forward to getting back to the corporate uh, praise, worship, uh, fellowship there, uh, there at the top of uh, Tom's Hill again. And uh, that's God's will. It's, it's God's will for us to be together that way. It's, it, it was that way in the book of Acts. It said in Acts that they were daily uh, from house to house and in the temple. Uh, so they were all together daily. Uh, and that, that's God's will. And I believe God's will will come to pass again. And uh, I truly believe that it is going to uh, produce such a unity, a love, appreciation, revival. I think so many wonderful things are going to happen. Uh, through these uh, hard times. These are hard times. Uh, you know, 2 Timothy 3 said that this, know that in the last days, perilous or hard times were going to come. And so we've known that because the scripture told us that. And so we shouldn't really be so kind of caught off guard and because the Bible tells us these things are going to happen. Uh, Matthew 24 says it. I mean, I could go down the line. Uh, so many scriptures tell us about the last days and, and how it's going to be and, and how it is for us now. So uh, I, I just want to encourage all of us to daily pray one for another. Uh, we're getting ready to redo the, uh, and I was hoping to get it done sooner, but I haven't yet. But I want to redo the... Uh, uh, church directory. So once we get back into the uh, building again, I want to get a brand new directory uh, done. And, and I want to challenge us to all, uh, until then, be in prayer one for another. Uh, and then when we get this new directory, use it up like a prayer list. And uh, because I, I know today there's some Christians that are really, really struggling today and that need some real help, need some breakthroughs. And the good thing is, God's here to help you. And the good news is that you're going to have that breakthrough. 
And I want to challenge somebody tonight that maybe you're believing for yourself or your husband or wife or child uh, or somewhere for a breakthrough, a, turn, a turnaround. Um, I want you to remember this in the book of Galatians. The Bible says that you shall reap in due season. Not you might reap, not sometimes, but you shall reap in due season if you faint not. I want to ask you today, don't quit on God. Don't quit on God's Bible. God, God, there's only two things God can't do. And one is lie and another is fail. You remember the promise that God made to Joshua? He's making it to you today. In Joshua chapter 1, he said, I will not fail you. That's what God said to Joshua. He says that to you today. So if you're believing for that husband, the wife, your finances, healing, uh, something for a child, uh, our president, our country, our nation, this world, whatever you're, you've got your faith out there for, don't give up. Psalm 37 says this, Wait on the Lord and wait patiently on him. Wait on the Lord. Remember that first text out of Galatians? You shall reap. Not you might. You shall reap in due season. That's the key is in due season at, at God's appointed time. Do you remember that? We used that last week out of uh, uh, the book of Genesis and uh, uh, where God said to Abraham and Sarah that you're going to have a child at the appointed time. Not before, not after, but the appointed time. God has a set time and an appointed time for every one of us to receive from him. A set time and an appointed time. So just continue to trust in the Lord with all your heart, as Proverbs 3 says. Lean not on your own understanding. You may not understand what you're going through right now, but just, just trust God. I, I, I'm just imploring you today. Just keep trusting God. God knows what he's doing. Whether we understand it or not, remember his ways are higher than our ways. He said, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge him. Place all, cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. He'll direct your path as you're studying the Bible. A scripture might jump out to you or the Holy Spirit may speak to you or you may have a dream. Uh, God may give you a vision. Uh, God may give you an unction or a thought that regularly recurs and that thought just doesn't leave. He can use two-legged donkeys, four-legged donkeys. He can use whoever and however he wants to communicate his will to you. But if I could just challenge you in this time and season that we're supposed to be kind of halfway quarantined at home, utilize this for a great time uh, to spend time with God. Get back into God's presence and stay there long enough. And I promise you God will speak. He said this, my sheep know my voice, and the voice of another he will not follow. But we've got to be in position to hear his voice, because it's a still, small voice, so we've got to get quiet, turn off all the stuff, and just get in his presence and get quiet. One last scripture before I pray and open this up. Today is that uh, in Luke, I believe it's around chapter 10, where you had Martha and Mary, and Martha was just cumbered about, so busy doing so many things. 
and she was just wearing herself out. But there was a key phrase in there, and it said that Mary chose the needful thing. And she was at the feet of Jesus, and it says there she heard his word. Where? She was in his presence. And she heard his word. God wants to speak to you. The only thing that is required of you and I is to be in position. His presence long enough for him to speak. And I promise you he's going to speak. So I want to welcome you again today to this broadcast of New Beginnings at... Uh, that wasn't a message, but I hope that blessed somebody today. Uh, and I just, again, I, I want to just open with a word of prayer and ask God's blessing here up, upon myself and everyone listening and all those that will listen. Uh, it's amazing to me to see who, how people listen and watch now, but then in the next three or four or five days, there's going to be so many more watch and listen. It just, and so, I just, it's just an amazing thing that I see God doing across this world right now. And, and so Jill and I just want to say we love you. We appreciate you so much. Heavenly Father, today I just want to say thank you for Jesus. I want to say thank you for the cross of Calvary. Thank you for the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the shed blood of Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Spirit and your angels. I ask for the presence and help of your Holy Spirit and your angels now. The Holy Spirit is the teacher, so Holy Spirit, teach us today. Holy Spirit, help us today. Father, I ask for your blessing on this time. Wherever people are, wherever they will be that will listen and watch, I ask for your blessing, your presence, the presence of the Holy Spirit, your angels. I ask that miracles, signs, wonders, gifts of the Holy Spirit, encouragement will come. Joy of the Lord will come. Peace of God will come. Hope will come. Answers will come. I ask that you'll undo every heavy burden. Let the oppressed go free. Break and destroy every yoke. Set captives free. Set at liberty them that are bruised. Let this be a day of salvation for one that maybe is not saved. Let this be a day of deliverance. For the Bible said, in the sun sets free, they're free indeed. Let this be a day of deliverance for someone today. And Father, I'm going to say thank you for all that you do. For it's in Jesus' name I pray. And all of God's people said, Amen, amen, amen. I'll, I'll amen that. Got an amen corner right here. If I have to do it myself, I'll be amen corner. Amen. Amen. I have been known to amen, uh, not myself, but amen the word of the Lord and the Holy Spirit. So I want to go back just for a starting point today uh, into Genesis chapter 13. Uh, Genesis chapter 13. We briefly were on this uh, this past uh, Thursday, but we were more uh, over in Genesis uh, chapter 18 and 21 and Romans 4. You might want to go back over that again. Uh, Genesis 18 is a fantastic uh, teaching here in Genesis 18, then Genesis 21, the verse, uh, verses 1 through 5, and then Romans 4 and beginning in verse 17. Uh, to about 21. Powerful teaching. They're powerful. And so, but today I want to start over in Genesis 13. Uh, and the Lord said unto Abram, and watch this phrase, after Lot was separated from him. After Lot uh, was separated from him. Uh, sometimes God has to get us away from circumstances and uh, uh, away from people alone uh, so that he can speak to us because 
there's many times there's so much going on around us and it's interfering with God speaking to us. And God's trying to speak these days. And, you know, Song of Solomon says this, Come away with me, my dove, my love, my undefiled. Did, did you hear that? that? That's in Song of Solomon. That's how God looks to you. That's how God looks at you. That's how God sees you as his dove, his love, his undefiled. You know, over in the Gospel of John, uh, God, the Bible says that God loves us like he loved Jesus. I don't know if you're ready for that one, but I'll just tell you that's what the book says, that he loved us like he loved Jesus. He loves you more than you'll ever know. And he, he's your biggest cheerleader. I want to say that again. God's your biggest cheerleader. God is cheering you on saying, keep going, keep going. Don't give up. You shall reap in due season if you faint not. Don't quit. Keep believing for that house. Keep believing for that healing miracle. Keep believing for that vision I've given you. Keep believing I'll heal your child. Keep believing I'll restore your marriage. Keep believing I'm going to come through for your finances. Keep believing uh, that I'm about to launch you into a new place with me. Keep believing that, and, 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 and you just fill it in. Keep believing. Don't give up. But it said, and the Lord said unto Abram, after Lot from him, lift up thy, now thine eyes and look. L lift up your eyes and look from the place where thou art, northward, southward, eastward, westward. I want you just to kind of take stock right now of where you are in life. I want you to uh, open up your eyes, and I want you to look from the place where you are. You say, I I'm in a hard place right now. You know, any time that I've been in a valley, if I look up, I see two mountains on every side. <laughs> I want to try to challenge you today and encourage you that you're about to come out of the valley and come back up on the mountain. You're about to have that breakthrough you've been asking, seeking, knocking God for. Just keep going into God's presence every day. Keep going into God's presence every day. Keep watching those words that come out of your mouth. Be careful what you're saying, okay? Remember Mark eleven twenty three 23 says this, that you shall have whatsoever you're saying. Watch the words that are coming out of your mouth. Make sure these your words are in agreement with God's word. Number three, make sure your thoughts are in agreement with God's word. For the Bible says this, uh, as a man thinketh, that's in Proverbs, in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh. I want you to be careful what you see. Be careful what you hear. That's actually scripture in the Gospels. Be careful what's coming in to your mind uh, and into your heart, into your spirit, because the things that you see and hear are going to influence how you see, hear, speak, and expect. Let me say that again. The things that you see... If you just listened and watched uh, certain television stations and news feeds, you just think that uh, uh, everything's just, uh, oh, it's just going down the tube. But it's not. Oh, it's not. You're about to see a major turnaround. You got to be careful what you see. You got to be careful what you hear. You can hear from other people that might give you a negative report, but does what you see and what you hear, what people say, does it line up with what God's word says? And if it doesn't, don't let it come out of your mouth. Don't even you could just shut your eyes to that and say, "No, I, I'm not going to 
uh, watch that. I'm not going to listen to that. <clears throat> I want to hear what does God have to say about the circumstance. So we need to be in God's presence long enough. Spend time with God in praise, in prayer, in worship, in study of his word. That ought to be every day. Every day. If you love somebody, you want to spend time with them. Spend time uh, with our God every day, with our Heavenly Father, with the Lord Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. Number two, watch the words that come out of your mouth. You're going to reap what, what you're saying. Mark 11, verse 23. Watch your thoughts. If you're focused, if you, if you focus your thoughts and you focus on negative things, you're going to have negative thoughts. I want to focus on uh, God's Word. And God's word will always keep me encouraged. If I start to get discouraged, I get back into God's word and I get re-encouraged. I, I want to challenge you also. Uh, pray if, you're, uh, if you foresee the baptism with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Do what Jude says. Building up yourselves in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying through the power of the Holy Spirit. Pray in tongues more. Pray. Believe God more. You'll build yourselves up in faith as you pray in the Holy Spirit, through the enabling of the Holy Spirit. You're going to see that in Acts chapter 2 coming up here in just a couple of weeks as we celebrate the day of Pentecost when uh, the Holy Spirit came on them and uh, uh, sat upon them, and they all began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. 1 Corinthians, around chapter 13, says, We'll speak with tongues of men and of angels. Pray in tongues more. Pray more. Pray with understanding more. Continually, number four, continually ask the Holy Spirit to help you every day. Ask the Holy Spirit to produce the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace. If you're lacking joy, uh, two things can build that up and make that happen. Uh, is uh, Psalm 1611. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. Get back into God's presence long enough daily and your joy will be there. That's a promise. God can't lie. Psalm 1611, in his presence there's fullness of joy. Number two, ask the Holy Spirit to produce that joy or peace. Or if you need to walk in more love or more faith, the Holy Spirit produces all that. Check out. It's Galatians 5. And verse 22, it's called the fruits of the Holy Spirit. That's what he produces. Make sure you stay focused on God's promises more than on circumstances. Sometimes circumstances, that's where your faith is tested, in the circumstances. Focus on God's word more than the circumstances. Sometimes circumstances, if you just look at them instead of looking at God's word, uh, you'll start to begin to, uh, your joy will start dropping. Foc refocus. I want to say that again. Refocus. Refocus on what God's word says. And believe God's word more than believing the circumstance. Or believe in what people have said that goes against the scripture. Amen. I'm telling you, I, I the only thing I can say is amen to that. These, these are powerful principles that need to be employed every day. So you can experience this abundant life, a life full of joy, a life full of the peace of God, a life full of hope. No matter if, if, if every... Uh, um, person, news feed, whatever is given negative things, you can stay full of faith and hope and joy because I promise you, we've been through hard times before, our country has, you have, I have, and we've all come through it and we're going to come through again victoriously. I'm telling you, you may be walking through the valley of the shadow of death 
But David said, I will fear no evil. Why? He said, I know thy rod and thy staff, they'll comfort me. They'll strengthen me. Thy rod and staff, representative of his word and his Holy Spirit, they will, they will be there to strengthen and encourage and help us. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, you are set up for a turnaround breakthrough. You, you do, the enemy's trying to get you to believe a lie, but I'm here to speak the truth to you today. You're about to have a miracle turnaround breakthrough. You, you, ought, to just, you ought to just shout, jump, spin right now, declare, I, I believe God's word. I'm going to have my breakthrough. Oh, my. Just remember this phrase. And it came to pass. <laughs> Whatever you're facing right now, it's come to pass. You're going to pass through. You're going to pass over, and you're about to have a miracle turnaround breakthrough. You're set up. You're set up for a miracle breakthrough. He said there in Genesis 13, he said, uh, uh, lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are. Northward, southward, eastward, westward. For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it. And to thy seed. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man could number the dust of the earth... Then shall thy seed be numbered. This is a powerful promise to Abram. And immediately it said, uh, and then he said, Arise, walk through the land. You got to open your eyes to walk, or you should anyway. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it, in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. That's an act of faith right there. You start walking through something that you haven't received yet. You start believing. You start doing as Romans says, call those things which be not as though they are. I'm telling you, as though they were. I'm telling you, start calling out. Just say, start praising God. Say, thank you, Lord. I receive. And you fill in the blank. You start doing that every day and you start believing that. I'm telling you, watch God turn it around for you. Watch the words. Watch your thoughts. Amen. He said, Then Abram removed his tent. There's faith. There's obedience. And came and dwelt by the oaks of Mamre, which is in Hebron. And he built an altar unto the Lord. I want to go over right now to 2 Kings chapter 6. 2 Kings chapter 6. Well, as you're turning there, just there, there's one other scripture I thought I might use. I, I'm going to go ahead and use it anyway. It's in 1 Kings. We'll go to 1 Kings first. 1 Kings. Uh, and it's chapter, oh, just for a time, let's go to chapter 18. 1 Kings 18. Now, just as a little backdrop in 17... Uh, here in 18, there was a, a, a drought going on. No rain. There was a drought going on. Uh, but here in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41, remember, there was a drought coming on, and, and Elijah said, there's not going to be any rain till my word. 1 Kings 18, 41. Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. Now that was a faith word right there. There was no, Elijah didn't, all of a sudden, there, he heard that, I believe, as a word from the Lord, that rain was about to come. Sometimes we need to hear and see things by faith. Amen. He said, for there is a sound of abundance of rain, but there was no rain anywhere. But yet Elijah had faith to believe for it. He knew it was going to happen. 
So Ahab went up and ate and drank, and Elijah went up to the top of Mount Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth, and he put his faith, his face between his knees, and he said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. First time he went up and he did what? He looked. But he said, there's nothing. But yet the man of God said, there's an abundance of the sound of rain. <laughs> but he said, I don't see anything. He said, go again. <laughs> and he said, go seven times. I want you to be persistent. I want you to endure. I want you to continue on. Until God's word, God's will, God's vision, God's dream, what you're believing for comes to pass. Keep believing until. He said, go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time, not the fifth. See, some people give up on God, his word, his vision, his dream that he's given you. We give up too soon. You shall reap in due season if... You don't give up. Amen. And it came to pass. There's that phrase. Didn't I use that earlier? At the seventh time that he said, Behold, there arises a little cloud. Oh, hallelujah. Been no rain for year after year after year. But there was a due season. There was a set time. There was an appointed time. Just like with Sarah and Abraham, there was an appointed set time for her at almost 100 years old to have a child. Behold, there arises a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. Thankfully, he had eyes that he was still looking. He was not just going and going back and saying, hey, I've gone two times, three times, four times, Elijah, but it's still not there. There's nothing there. There's no rain. There's no anything. But he kept his eyes open like a, a man's hand. And he said, go up, say unto Ahab, prepare thy chair, get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. And it came to pass, there you go again, in the meanwhile, that the heaven, the clouds, that's the second heaven, third heaven's where God is, the second one's the clouds, the sky right up there, was black with clouds and wind. See, rain, it's on its way. How many times have you seen rain come after we see the clouds start getting black and windy and all? And there was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel, and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. He girded up his loins, and he ran even before Ahab. And there was a great rain. I'm telling you, God's going to come through for you. Just don't quit. But he had to keep seeing. He had to keep looking. And spiritually, he said, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. But he didn't see anything in the natural. But he could see and he, he was seeing and hearing in the spirit realm. God's will. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, God's speaking. Are we listening? God speaking, are we listening? 2 Kings chapter 6. 2 Kings chapter 6. God wants us to hear. God wants us to receive. 2 Kings chapter 6. What are we seeing? What are we hearing? We need to get in position to see what God wants us to see and hear what God... He heard. He heard. I guarantee you, God gave him a, a precursor to the rain coming. Uh, my grandmama, she used to say over in East Flat Rock, she said, I can smell rain coming. I used to never believe that statement. But I learned that you can smell rain coming. I never believed it when I was a kid when she'd say it. But Elijah said, he said, I hear the abundance of rain. My goodness, what are you hearing from the Lord? And then his servant said, now I can see. I 
cloud the size of a man's hand. Don't worry about how little it is right now. The Bible says it's little as much if God be in it. God's releasing sounds. God's releasing vision. God's releasing things for us to hear and see to direct our paths uh, in these uh, times and seasons that are on this earth. Watch this, 2 Kings 6, verse 1. And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold now. In other words, that word behold means look. What do you see? Behold, look. Behold now the place where we dwell with thee. I just love this. It's too small for us. I want to, oh my, that's just, uh, I'm not, I don't have time to teach that whole thing right now, but I, I want somebody to believe that today, that where you are right now is not where you have been, it's not where you're going to be, but the place where you are in the spirit realm, it's too small. You need to enlarge the place of your tents. Yeah, that's what Isaiah said, enlarge, enlarge. It's time to enlarge our vision, enlarge our faith. In Sometimes things are there to constrict us for a while until we're ready to move out. I want you to know today where you are right now, too small for you. You're about to have a breakthrough, and you're about to grow spiritually. You're about to just experience enlargement in the spirit realm. In every area of your life, you're about to see blessing. Let me just use that word, blessing, blessing, blessing in the areas you're believing for. Oh, my. He said, let us go, we pray thee, under the Jordan, and take there every man a beam, and let us make a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, go. And one said, be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them, and when they came to the Jordan, they cut down wood. But as wood was felling a beam, the axe head fell into the water. And he cried and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. The axe head he was using, it was borrowed from somebody. And the man of God said, see, all of a sudden he's, he's in a, he's in a, he's looking at the thing in the natural and he's not looking by faith. The just shall live by faith, not by sight in the natural. And, and the man of God said, where fell it? Where, where did it fall? And he showed him the place. And he cut down a thick, a stick, cast it in there. And this is powerful. And the axe head or the iron did swim. The axe head that had sunk came back up to the top and got connected to that stick and miraculously got back to that individual. I'm trying to teach and preach today that there is a God in heaven that's ready to give you miracles, breakthroughs, healings. If we can just believe and if we'll start seeing correctly, hearing correctly, speaking correctly, thinking correctly, and stay focused on only what God has shown you, spoken to you, you've heard from him, only on what he says. Don't worry about the circumstance in the meantime to the miracle. Joseph could have done that too. He had a word from God in the book of Genesis, <clears throat> and nobody believed it. None of his brothers and sisters, I think one or possibly his parents said, uh, I think it's just one, said they pondered that word uh, that Joseph had uh, there. And because soon as he had that word, that word got tested, and he ended up, his brothers and all, uh, they got jealous, threw him in a pit. He could have looked on that and said, oh, no, uh, this is just it for me. But he didn't give up on the word. Don't give up on God's word, no matter what the circumstance. Whether you're in a pit, whether you're in a prison, you're about to be delivered from both. You're about to get the miracle breakthrough. Just like Joseph, where he said to his brothers in the end, what y'all meant for bad, God's meant it for good. 
And what looks like for bad in this world, I promise you this, God's going to turn it around for good. I promise you right now, there's so many testimonies of how God has healed people that if, peop if, if news feeds would start uh, 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 publishing that, it would turn the mindset of people around. They'd stop having fear. Do you know Job even says this, the thing that you've greatly feared has come upon you. That, that's what I'm talking about. It's in the book of Job. We've got to get out of fear and stay in faith. And so, so many people are in such fear of this, fear of that. They say, well, this amount of people's died. Well, tell me also how many people have recovered. Hundreds of thousands. The last time I saw it, I'll, I'll go back on the news feed, but the last time I saw it, it's over 550,000 have recovered. But we don't hear that. We, we just hear the, the bad news. For some reason, news feeds don't want us to hear good news. God wants us to have good news. So we're built up and we're encouraged and we're expecting even bigger and better things. He said, the axe head did swim. Therefore, said he, take it up. And he put it, put out his hand and he took it. He got that miracle. Then the king of Assyria, the Syria warred against Israel, took counsel with his servants saying, in such and such a place, shall be my camp. And the man of God sent unto the king of Israel, saying, Beware that thou pass not such a place. I'm going to tell you, we need to listen to the word of the Lord. If we'll listen to God's word, my goodness, we will miss so many bad circumstances. Just like this here. Beware you don't go that way. For there the Syrians are come down. And the king of Israel sent to the place which the man of God told him and warned him of and saved himself there, not once nor twice. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was very troubled for this thing. <clears throat> for he called his servants and said unto them, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel. And one of the servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha the prophet, who is in Israel, not in Syria, is in Israel, telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. <laughs> they can't understand how this man could, how could he say these things? A word from the Lord. And he said, go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, behold, he's in Dothan. Therefore sent he their horses and chariots and a great host. And they came by night and compassed or encircled the whole city where the man of God was. Now watch these next couple of verses. <clears throat> and when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host compassed the city both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, the man of God, Elisha, Alas, my master, what shall we do? And he answered, Fear not. Hello. Fear not. No Christian should ever walk in any level of fear. We need to stop fear. Fear is a spirit, and fear has torment. And the Bible said we've not been given a spirit of fear. Fear not. The man of God told him, fear not. Now watch this, and this is for somebody listening to me today or that may listen to this. Listen to this now. They who are with us, are more than they who are with them. <laughs> if God be for you, who can be against you? Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I want you to know there's more angels of God on your side than uh, 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 demonic workers against you. 
I want you to know today there is more on your side. You're about to have a breakthrough. This servant was looking in the natural, and he only saw what was in the natural. We've got to come out of the natural and look more in the spirit realm. You say, Pastor, how do I do that? By faith. By faith. By faith in what God's Word says. By faith in what God's Word says. And we'll see things that haven't yet occurred in the natural, but they're going to. And he said, fear not, for they who are with us are more than they who are with them. Now watch this next verse. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord. What was the first thing he did when he got a, a report like that? You get a report that is not a positive report that some may say is a bad report uh, I want to say the, to you, the first thing you should do is drop on your knees and pray to God. Go to God first. Don't let it, don't let it destroy you, cause fear, cause you to be upset, fearful, worried, stressed. I'm telling you, stress will do a lot of bad things to you. I want to tell when you get a report that doesn't line up with God's word, what you're believing for, that's in alignment with God's word, first thing you ought to do, just like the man of God said he prayed and said, Lord, I pray you. Now watch this phrase, open his eyes. I'm about to jump, run, spin, shout right now. Open his eyes. Open his eyes from Genesis 13, open Abram's eyes so he can really see all the land you want to see, give him. Open the eyes uh, of, of, of uh, uh, them in First uh, Kings. Uh, open his eyes that the rain is there. It's just a matter of time. Open his eyes. Open our ears that we can hear from God. Open my servant's eyes there <clears throat> earlier in chapter 6. That, that, that God's going to get a miracle there. That God's going to bring a miracle. Open his eyes that he may see. You say, well, didn't he see? He didn't see with God's eyes. He saw with man's natural eyes. <laughs> He said that he may see, and I just love this. I just I feel the presence of God so strongly right now. I'm going to tell you, this is so powerful. And I'm going to give you a New Testament verse also in the book of Ephesians 1 and verse 18, I believe, in verse 19. Ephesians 1, verse 18 and 19, if you'll go ahead of me. I, I wouldn't, but if, if you want to, you can. And the Lord... And, and the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. You say, didn't he see? No. No, he just saw things in the natural. Sometimes things in the natural are, are to test you like a fiery trial to see if you really believe God's word, if you really believe the vision, if you really believe the dream, if you really believe what God has said, sometimes our faith is tested. Oh, my, it's a whole teaching. I could teach it out of James chapter 1, where he said, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Knowing this, that the testing of your faith your faith is just being tested right now. You say, that one's not healed yet, You're, but do you still believe? That hasn't happened yet, but do you still believe? Your faith is just being tested. Count it all joy. You need to praise God through the trials. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing this, that the testing of your faith produces patience. Oh, my, if we could just learn to wait. Because God is not a Burger King. God is just not, you can't just, boom, have it right now and have it your way. We gotta, we're going to have it in God's time or we're going to have it God's way. And that's the only way you want it. God's time, God's way. You don't want before because it won't be. The key is in God's time and God's will. He said, and the Lord opened his eyes 
of the young man, and he saw, and when his eyes got opened correctly, watch this, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire. Hallelujah. Woo! <laughs> said the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. See, Elisha could see that in the natural. He wasn't concerned about what was happening in the natural because he could see spiritually that there was more for him than it was against him. We've got to stop just looking in the natural and look in the spirit realm with God. And you do that through faith in what God's word says and you'll see things nobody else can see. You'll hear things that nobody else can hear. And when God manifests them, they're going to say, how did you know that? And you're going to say, because God showed that to me. Whether by a dream, a vision, God showed that by a, a, a word. I tell you, in these last days when things uh, uh, continue to go in, in, in certain directions, we need to hear from God. You need to hear from God for your child and how to uh, work with your child. You need to hear from God in your marriage, in your finances. You need to hear from God about the job that God would have you at in this time and season. And You, you, you need a word from the Lord. We need a word from the Lord. I, I guarantee you, it, when you receive a word from the Lord, you will receive joy, unspeakable and full of glory. You'll have the peace of God. You'll be encouraged. I'm telling you, God wants to open our eyes today. We're going to see it again in a, in a fourth place. It said, And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. It's almost like he saw for the first time. And he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, when the others that were against him and their horses and chariots came down against him, uh, Elijah, what did he do again? When the circumstance still looked like when, when he saw in the spirit realm and he saw God was for him and he saw all these chariots for him and the enemies tried to come anyway, uh, Elisha went back to prayer again, the power of prayer. Don't quit praying for your president. Don't quit praying for your vice president. Don't quit praying for your country. Don't quit praying for whatever circumstance it is. He said, smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness. <laughs> and he smote them with blindness according to the word of Elisha. Whew. The power of prayer. My, oh, my, oh, my. I want to give you one more place that I called out a while ago. Uh, Ephesians uh, chapter 1 and verse 18. And while you're turning there, do you remember when we talked just a few weeks ago uh, on uh, Jesus on his way to the cross? And, and he said to the two men on the Emmaus Road, uh, it said there that when they uh, had broke bread with Jesus, their eyes were opened in the breaking of bread. You know what that breaking of bread will mean for us? As we go into God's word, for man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. When we begin to get into God's word, God's word will open our eyes to God's will for our circumstance. And then no matter what anybody else says, no matter what your mind, see the battle, the real battle's in your mind, just so that you know. Because you try to reason it out in your carnal mind. Well, uh, this one said this and that one said that. That doesn't mean a thing to me. Circumstances and, and, and whatever anyone else says means nothing to me unless what they're saying and what, and what reports I'm getting line up with God's word because only God is telling me 
totally the truth. Other people may be sincere, but sometimes they're sincerely wrong. So if what you hear from other people, what you personally are thinking, what you're saying, what you're seeing, what reports are coming to you that don't line up with God's word, reject them. <laughs> I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. Some. <laughs> I'm telling you to believe God over circumstances and anybody else and anything else, even your own mind. Believe God and watch God watch over his word to perform it. Watch this last verse before I close. Ephesians chapter 1. And... Uh, Let's just start for a starting point, verse 15. Ephesians 1, verse 15. Ephesians 1, verse 15. Wherefore, I also, after, this is Paul uh, speaking to the church at Ephesus. Uh, wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints. I mean, those are the two power. That's, that's how we walk. First, the greatest of these, faith, hope, and love, is not faith. The greatest is love. But we've got to walk by faith also. All right, so once I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love to all the saints, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. He was a person of prayer. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you, what? The spirit of wisdom and revelation. The spirit of wisdom. That's actually in the book of Isaiah also. Spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and of God. Spirit of wisdom and revelation. Now watch verse 18. So that the eyes of your understanding would be opened. <laughs> so that the eyes of your understand the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened, opened, able to truly see correctly. That and when you do, that you may know what is the hope of your calling. I believe God's going to reveal your purpose to you. And what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The riches of the glory. I want to tell you, let a little bit of S-O-N shine, shine on you. Let a... Let the sun shine on you today. Let some sun, S-O-N, shine on you today by the presence of God. I know S-U-N is good. You get a lot of vitamin D and, and we need all that. But I'll tell you what we need more is S-O-N. Let the sun shine on you and you'll do that in his presence. Oh my. He said, and what is, number three, what is the exceeding greatness of God's power toward you who believe according to the working of his mighty power? I'm going to tell you, God's about to work it all out. Hallelujah. According to the greatness of his power toward you who believe, not you who are in unbelief, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age but also in that which is to come. And he has put all things under Jesus' feet and gave Jesus to be the head of all things to the church. That's the body of Christ, which is his body. Now watch who we are. Watch what we are. We are the fullness of Jesus. We're the fullness of God, the fullness of him. 
which is his body, the fullness of him that fills all in all. Oh, boy, we need the eyes of our understanding enlightened. We need our real spiritual eyes, the eyes of our understanding. We need those eyes opened. Those guys, those two on the Emmaus Road, once their eyes got opened, then they said, did not our hearts burn within us while he was with us? We didn't recognize him. Our eyes weren't opened, but now they are. Jesus is alive. Jesus has been raised from the dead. When that servant's eyes got opened in 2 Kings 6, he saw what God's will was. The enemy wanted him to look in the natural and get afraid. But did you hear the word that God gave Elisha? First off, fear not. I want to challenge you right now. I don't care what, the, what anybody says. If what their report says does not line up with God's word, reject it. Oh, no. <laughs> That's tight, but I'm just telling you. If it doesn't line up with God's word, you're going to have to make a choice. You and I have to make a choice every day. We make choices every day. I'm going to choose to believe the report of the Lord. Even over anybody else. No matter if they're sincere. They, they may be just sincerely wrong. But I promise you this. God is never wrong. God, Let me say it again. God is never wrong. God will never fail you. God will never lie to you. God only wants the best for you. God, even through the midst of your trial, count it all joy. You say, why would I do that? Because number one, God says to, but number two, uh, Romans 8 says this, and I'll close with this verse. All things work together for good. To them that love God. Not everybody now, but to them that love God. And are thee called according to his purpose. Whatever you're facing today, it's going to come out. In the end, it's going to come out for good. Let God open your eyes today. Let God open your ears today. What do you see in your circumstance? What do you see in your future? You've got a good future and a hope ahead of you. I want to pray this real quick. Two things. I want to pray, number one, if you're listening to this, you're not born again today, I'm praying this will be your day to be born again, to give your heart and your life, your total future to Jesus Christ. The Bible says this, that whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. I want you just to pray this after me today. Just say, Jesus, today. I believe you died for me at the cross of Calvary. I believe you took all my sin at the cross. I believe you're real. I confess you right now with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that God not only sent you to die for me, but God raised you from the dead. And the Bible says if I believe that, I shall be saved. For with the heart man believes to righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I confess you now as my Savior. I receive you as my Savior. I receive the benefit of the blood of Jesus Christ that right now is removing all my sin. And I ask you to come and fill me with your Holy Spirit. Baptize me. Empower me by your Holy Spirit. Use me, lead me. Here I am, Lord. Just use my life now for you any way you want. I receive your salvation. I receive the work of the cross, the death of the Lord Jesus Christ, his burial and his resurrection. If you prayed that today and asked Jesus to save you, call me. 828-692-0777. Let me help you in your walk with Jesus. Number two, Father, I pray for anyone that is, is weak right now spiritually. God, help them to go back to your presence long enough 
Help them to go back into your word so their minds are renewed, so they think correctly. Romans 12, verse 2. So they think correctly. Help them watch their words. Help them begin to pray again. God, strengthen us in our inner man with might by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, strengthen us. Holy Spirit, bring peace, manifest peace and joy. Encourage, refresh. Father, let healing miracles happen right now for anyone. Mark Snyder, from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet, Mark Snyder, receive your healing wholeness miracle today. Any person needs a healing wholeness miracle with sciatica, with any kind of nerves or nerve endings, be made whole today in Jesus' name. Uh, in headaches, uh, uh, arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, migraine headaches, breathing problems, any kind of pain in stomach area, be made whole today in Jesus' name. Be healed today in Jesus' name. In the knees, with like bone-on-bone bone pain, uh, be healed today in Jesus' name. Father, let the power of the name of Jesus bring healing miracles today. Diabetes, be healed today in Jesus' name. Let this be a day and night of healing and wholeness miracles, Father, in Jesus' name. Coronavirus, be healed today in Jesus' name. Father, I'm going to say thank you for miraculously helping people from this moment on in their day and evening. From Jill and I, we want to say we love you. God bless you. We couldn't do this without you. Have an incredible evening. Thank you for listening. We hope the message has blessed you. We invite you to join us Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m., either in person or via Facebook Live. And again, don't forget to like our Facebook page and to follow us on Instagram at NBCHville.